0: Okay, FSBT update. I have contributions this time.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Will they make it? Onto the episode.
1: <laughs> we got some good feedback from the inaugural FSBT update. Yeah. Uh, a couple people asked us to run it back. Uh, <laughs> so, moral of the story, careful what you ask for, folks.
0: We're from Ohio. Uh, got nervous that the fsbt update was that we were going on hiatus (laughs) oh man
1: listen how could we go on hiatus who else could we who else could we talk to about these things (laughs) our spouses have already politely declined
0: (laughs) oh man okay i'm ready you have five and i have three so i gotta read yours first one of yours first
1: okay so yeah, t- uh, the way we're doing this is we're reading each other's jokes. If you if you missed and the last never, episode,
0: we have not seen them until this moment. <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna have some crossover. Nope. <laughs> 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 All right, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who defeated the Kansas City Chiefs to be crowned NFL champions. In other sports news, congratulations to the heaven dodgeball champion for yet another year, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, man. Yours was so benign.
1: I mean, he just just catches the ball every time you try to throw it at him. How's that fair?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Dodgeball in heaven. Okay. Here we go. First one. Please read it like I read them. Be enthusiastic. (laughs) A
1: TikTok video of John Piper's son, Abraham, made its way onto Twitter last week. In it, Abraham talks about why he thinks it's absurd for children to be made to read the Bible. Purposed as some sort of jokey gotcha towards Christian parents, the only thing Abraham actually accomplished was proving that no matter what they believe, white men will find a way to be insufferable about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it Maybe a little long for a headline update, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: how good did you feel when you, when you, when you finished that one?
0: So good. <laughs> oh, man. That was my first one. That I wrote. And probably the least bad one.
1: (laughs) You know how we talk about when our kids write something and there's like a little flourish at the end of it? When they like really (laughs) I could I could feel the flourish on the end of that one. When my
0: kids do their one of my kids does her math, when she gets to the end, she's writing gigantic and then she writes the word done. It's so funny. I love it. It's like
1: like a child's F you to mathematics.
0: It is. (laughs) I hate you, Saxon Math.
1: (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Okay. All right.
0: Baptist leader Russell Moore is in hot water once again, as his critics claim that he is drifting too far to the left on issues of race and social justice. The tipping point seems to be a recent speech in which Moore suggested, and I quote, that we should get out there and kill Whitey.
1: That's so stupid.
0: He shouldn't he shouldn't be allowed to say those things. That's
1: disgraceful. Why would he say those things?
0: Oh, man. I'm just going to keep going with that theme.
1: All right. (laughs) Kim Kardashian recently filed for divorce from Kanye West. Unfortunately, this disqualifies Kanye from becoming an, an ordained minister in many denominations. However... If he adds another divorce, a third wife, and a scandal with a porn star, most Christians will still vote for him for president. Just kidding. He's black. <laughs> You're a horrible person.
0: <laughs> <That's>...
1: <laughs> Dude,
0: he re- read that and he's like, whoa. So I'm like, it's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what? I mean the FSBT update is the place for these jokes. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Be better, Christians, then we won't have to make these jokes. Alright, a massive cold front hit the country last week, blanketing the Midwest and South in snow and ice, subjecting us to frigid temperatures, power outages, and misery, or as John Piper calls it, exactly what we deserve. <laughs>
1: Exactly what we deserve.
0: <laughs> Florida I mean, didn't get that, but you know, we get what we deserve at other times of year when the <laughs> 150 mile per hour winds start blowing.
1: Let me give you let me give you one more. So we kind of even it out. Okay. And then we'll lead to our last one.
0: <laughs> According to multiple reports out this week. Former President Donald Trump intends to declare himself as the presumptive 2024 Republican candidate at the upcoming CPAC conference. Look, buddy, we tried that whole name it and claim it thing thing in youth group. If it worked, Matthew would be married to Jackie Velasquez right now, and I'd be married to Danny Haas. Well, okay, (laughs) sometimes it works.
1: (laughs) You snagged them.
0: I did. Name it and claim it.
1: With questionable theology.
0: Speaking of Danny Haas. Uh oh.
1: (laughs) An Orlando man took extra good care of his wife last week following her root canal, making sure she could rest and keeping their four children away from her. Wait a minute. A man did everything he could to make sure his wife's mouth healed as quickly as possible? This isn't news. Stop the ride, please. I would would like to get off.
0: Oh, man, I was so proud of that joke. So good. What was Danny's
1: reaction to it?
0: He laughed. He thought it was hilarious. (laughs) He's proud of my jokes, too.
1: All right, my last one.
0: A massive explosion rocked <laughs> the Orenburg region of Kazakhstan, leveling trees and causing widespread power failures. Officials say the blast was triggered by someone installing Covenant Eyes on Ravi Zakharay's <laughs> <his laughs> cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs>
1: as, as always, this is a
0: horrible segment, yeah. but we should definitely do as often as possible.
1: As, as always, we apologize for nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, I can get off Twitter now. Yep. <laughs> I say to myself every night at twelve thirty a.m. Hey,
1: Haas, what are we listening to right now?
0: Okay, um, so as alluded to, I had a root canal last week,
1: mm.
0: and uh, I don't. The whole week is kind of a blur. It was awful, anyways. Uh, so. I can tell you what I've been listening to because of George. <laughs> George has his own playlist on my Spotify. And you might think you know what's on it because he's four years old. But really, you have no idea. First song, Idol by BTS. <laughs> he picked all of these. Let Me Love You by G- DJ Snake and Justin Bieber. Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Yummy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Animals by Maroon 5. Should my 4-year-old son be listening to that song? No. Does he
1: like does he like the howling part?
0: Oh, he loves that part. That's his favorite part. There's more. It's just yeah, that's what I've been listening to.
1: Hey, remember when Maroon 5 was a band? <laughs> no <laughs> and not the the adam levine solo experience
0: <laughs> i don't really actually
1: <laughs> i'm listening how to i'm listening to uh jimmy eat world going back and listening to some of their earlier stuff and how early uh i mean right now i've been on a futures kick like the uh, the Futures album. That's not super early. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, it's oh. like 12, 13 years ago, I think.
0: Which basically feels new. Yeah. When you're 39.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy Eat World and uh, I don't know why, I almost feel embarrassed about this, but I, I listened to a little Coldplay. Like, Coldplay is one of those bands where I can't really I can't really put my finger on like why certain songs are good because they're not really doing anything technically impressive. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, the pop element to it.
0: Well, you don't have to be embarrassed with me because I love Coldplay, and, um, yeah.
1: I mean, a lot of their songs are are not, like, (laughs) a lot of their songs are not what I would call great. They're just, like, radio fodder, but then some of them are just, like, really catchy and they get in your head.
0: I know. They're good.
1: So. Yeah. And, you know. I I was
0: kind of indifferent about Coldplay, and then we saw them live back pre kids. Uh huh. That kind of turned them for me.
1: So, mm-hmm. remember how, how, remember like the Theobro crowd, how, how end of Coldplay they were, like 2004, 2005? Was... No, because
0: I don't really feel like I had a lot of exposure to the Theobro crowd until maybe 2012.
1: <laughs> well, I say, say Theobro, I mean just like 22 year old guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's, it's huge.
0: Call play, and yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, so, sad news since we've recorded, uh, Carmen has passed away. I'd heard that he was sick, uh, but I didn't know that it was really that serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do know that he had had a, a cancer scare a few years ago. And detail's a little murky on what he actually passed away from. And yeah, not it just it, said
0: like surgery complications.
1: Yeah. Or so, illness. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not that it really matters. Um, but, yeah. I mean, anybody that listens to the podcast knows that he's, he's he, he occupies a place in our podcast universe. Um, so I just felt like a, a good time <laughs> to... But I don't want to. I don't want to just go through like the history of Carmen and what I think <laughs> about every little thing. So I just wanted to share one anecdote, okay. which kind of encapsulates the Carmen experience, which is really hard to describe because if you if you weren't a, a part of it or aware of it when it was happening, you look back at it now and it's like, was everybody on crack? Like, what is happening <laughs> with this? Because this guy, this forty-year-old Italian guy, is singing rap and singing rap he's not rapping he's singing rap <laughs> and then he's all of a sudden he's in a like a like a, a country western video with a in a leather jacket with you know frills <laughs> on it and and then all of a sudden he's performing with dc talk and then he's doing a rock song and then doo-wop and it's like what is he doing so i i guess the thing that Really encapsulates it to me is I saw him in concert a couple times in the '90s, and the the enduring memory I have is walking through the parking lot, and, and huge, you know, it was just a huge concert, and uh, seeing like I can't remember if it was Amish or Mennonite, It would have been Mennonite, I'm guessing. Buggies in the parking lot, and these these people, like these families, walking in, like the men with like the long beards wow. and everything. And it was, you just kind of hit me of like, you know, this guy's in there rehearsing on stage right now with backup dancers and Uh strobe lights, and he's going to be doing all kinds of hip hop and, you know, rock songs Uh and hear these fundamentalist Christians Mm -hmm. going in because that's like his appeal of, he was, he just, he had something for everybody. Right. Wow. He very much viewed himself as sort of the hero, which Uh was kind of ironic because I think all along he was the anti-hero because like mainstream CCM didn't ever really fully embrace him. Mm -hmm. They always kind of pushed him off to the side. And uh, so a lot of his audience was just these marginalized groups of of Christians, like Mm -hmm. charismatic Christians and fundamentalist Christians and people who felt like they didn't really fit inside the, the larger church
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and they just looked at him and the, these outlandish videos of just sheer audacity and they just felt like you know this guy's speaking to us mm. this guy's this guy's one of us nobody accepts him but he, this is our guy mm. um so i don't know that was my enduring memory of carmen of just seeing just the spectacle of his concerts and you know free to get in a uh, long, drawn out altar call, uh, <laughs> like like a Billy Graham crusade. Uh-huh, really, uh-huh. that was like the the uh, the high point of the concert. It was like the big you know slow down and altar call that he would have. Yeah. and had all these volunteers lined up, ready to go, and, like ready to assist these people that you know, we're ready to become a Christian and also like, why, why were you going to a Carmen show? Like if you weren't saved, like how did, (laughs) where did these people come from? (laughs) But I don't know.
0: Well, their friends invited them probably. Uh, I don't think I went, was a Carmen concert, your first car concert.
1: That's a good question. Um, probably my big, probably my first big concert. Okay. Uh, and we went to, we went, we saw him twice. And yeah, okay. First big concert like that.
0: I don't think I ever went to one of his concerts, um, but I was definitely exposed to his music growing up. We used a lot in like drama stuff, and because it was very dramatic, <laughs> and you know, so much of his music had stories with them, so which lent itself to the drama stuff, and yeah. Definitely different than your mainstream CCM at the time.
1: He had an amazing run of like right there in the 90s of anytime anytime he picked up the phone to ask someone if they wanted to guess one of his songs, mm-hmm. it, it felt like he could get anybody. Mm-hmm. Because he, if it was Petra or Margaret Becker or DC Talk or Cindy Morgan, and if you don't know who those, who those people were, they' was a big deal in the 90s <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the church. <laughs> All of those people said Ricky Skaggs, like all those Mm -hmm. people said, yes, like we'll do a song with you, Carmen. But I I don't think he was getting the invitations back. You know, Mm -hmm. like Michael W. Smith was not saying, "Hey, come do a song with me." (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) Too much power on one album. Too much power.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No woman would be safe. But it also speaks, sadly, just like the, uh, the effect of all the scandals that we've had recently, like with, mm. with Zacharias. Of, even as I'm choosing my words of, of how to remember Carmen, I'm thinking, this is horrible, but I'm thinking, right, what is this going to look like if something breaks in mm. six months? Mm. You know, like somebody comes forward and says, with some allegations of impropriety, mm. of, like, like how is it going to look that we were you know, praising Carmen to some degree?
0: Mm.
1: which that's sad but i mean that's that's where we are as a church right now
0: yeah well i think yeah if if something does come out it's not like you knew and (laughs) chose to praise him anyways
1: well but i will be required to give an apology i'm sure Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yes you will
1: and if it is unsatisfactory, <laughs> I shall be required to give a second apology.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh,
1: so I'll let it that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well, did you want to say anything else
1: about Carmen?
0: No,
1: I, I just, you know, you can talk more about Carmen some other time, but just... Felt like a brief mm-hmm. memory. Memory mm-hmm. Would, be, would be fine for this first episode since he passed.
0: Where do the Amish people park their buggies for a concert?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember that part. I just remember them being in the parking lot, uh, like, close to their buggies.
0: With um, horses and everything?
1: Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know how that works because I always get, like, Amish and Mennonite confused and I shouldn't mm-hmm. because I was homeschooled. And had some exposure to this, but um, I think it's Mennonite that it's okay. You're okay with technology. You just yeah, can't it is. can't own it. Mm-hmm. So, like they would have been fine. Maybe it wasn't Amish. It's probably Mennonite. Oh.
0: Yeah. All right. So some housekeeping uh, before we move on. Uh, the Baumeisters, regular. FSBT listeners had a uh, their second baby boy, Lucas. So welcome to the world, Lucas.
1: Congratulations.
0: Yeah. They now have two babies well, under 15 months or 14 months and so we say congratulations and we will pray for you. <laughs> in all sincerity (laughs) that you would find pockets of rest and joy and not feeling too overwhelmed because man that transition from one to two is rough I i found that harder than transition from zero to one personally
1: yeah just uh just think of just fix your eyes on the prize of you know, in, in fifteen years you're gonna have you're gonna have a couple teenage boys that can move things for you. Do yard work.
0: How cool is that? Oh man. Yes. Fix your eyes on that prize. <laughs> um also shout out to Amy. Amy sent Matthew and I a video. Of herself, reading a book that she found. She she was inspired by our um, segment with Laura of the children's books, and she had she owns this book that she got just because of how the the novelty factor. It was outdated, and it has all these like stamps on it that say it's obsolete. And it was called "I'm Glad I'm a Boy, I'm Glad I'm a Girl." Okay, so <laughs> Amy's a. Amy's a teacher. She read us this book and it's all these things like like boys, blah blah blah, girls, blah blah blah. Like so like boys are doctors, girls are nurses, boys fix things, girls need things to be fixed. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was it was great. So I appreciate that. I had a good laugh listening to those things oh, I can't remember I should have written some down before my, comment, episode.
1: my comment on this to, to Amy was I was a little shook when she sent it to me because there was a thumbnail uh, of her holding the book up and then on the cover the boys got like a hot dog <laughs> and I, I I honestly thought it was a sex ed book I was yeah. like what is this actually, woman I doing actually I thought it
0: was going to be that too I, I mean but you know drawn with stick figures whatever yeah but... <laughs> Shout out to my parents. <laughs> oh, could you recreate that drawing? <laughs> for, I could. For the Patreon? It's,
1: I could. It's actually...
0: Burned uh, into your yes. memory? Yes. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> also,
1: burned into my memory is my dad's immortal line. And, and I, you know, I... I enjoy sex i i it's it's pleasurable to me thanks dad thanks dad
0: (laughs) (sighs) oh man so good anyways thank you amy
1: yes thank you amy
0: that was fun okay well I have a question to answer. We had a a fun uh, inaugural girl talk with Casey last episode. And then you damned me and said (laughs) we forgot to give the email address. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't think we're shooting to do this every single episode. Uh, But if you do have something you want to chat about... The email address is fsbtcasey at gmail.com. Or I could do what Kendra did and just send me a DM on Twitter because she asked, should I email or DM? And I said either one for Kendra. Because it's Kendra. She can do whatever she wants, right? Okay, so this is something that I just want to remind you before we get into this, that you encouraged Kendra to send this question. Kind of. <laughs> no. You You already told me that you encouraged her to send this. So. I, re- I
1: remove the obstacle r- for her to Remember
0: that it. through this whole thing. If you want, I can do this through the whole <laughs> segment. Okay. Here's Kendra's question. Brock question. <laughs> This is the first thing. What brand of bra do you find to be most comfortable and yet also does the job that needs to be done? Like when you've had three kids and are in your very late 30s. Looking for a new brand? Have you used Victoria's Secret and Soma? Thank you, Kendra. I would love to answer this question for you. I would love to talk about bras while looking at Matthew for five to seven minutes. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. Okay, so I am um, a little bit obnoxiously passionate about comfortable and good bras. So, first things first, you have to make sure that you know your right size, Okay? Like, don't go off whatever size you were three kids ago or two kids ago or six months ago. Like, figure out what your right size is. So, my favorite website for bras and everything bra-related is BreakoutBras.com. And they have a measuring guide. And you can do it by yourself or if somebody wants to help you, <laughs> lives with you. <laughs> It can be, you know, a a team effort. But it'll tell you how to measure yourself and figure out what your size is. Victoria's Secret does not measure people correctly. So if you've ever gotten measured there, they don't do it right. It makes me mad. Okay. Here's my second thing. Spend a lot of money on bras if you want to. I'm not talking like a $150 bra, but... I figure if you nursed your kids for two weeks only, you already saved your family like 50 bucks. So, that's my justification <laughs> for spending money on a good bra. Okay. Get the right size. Uh, okay, so the Breakout Bras site has it's like it started like as a pretty small business and the owner of the site reviews most of the products. So, if you are looking for something and you click on a certain bra, it'll be like Melissa's comments and she'll explain like what she likes about it, what she doesn't like about it. Uh this is good for this shape or that whatever. So, yeah, I really like it. And they have pretty much every price point. I mean, maybe not like target price point, but if you're already in like the Victoria's Secret Soma price point you you'll be fine. Um <laughs> Matthew's face right now is like Matthew told me that if I gave you bad advice in this area that he would cancel me. So I'm just trying to be really considerate of the fact that <laughs> this is something that you have to wear. Yeah. I think I'm that, just
1: I'm trying to avoid the Ma Ingalls bodysuit underwear.
0: Right. I think we all are. But usually bras are uncomfortable because they don't fit right. So that's why I say to figure out your size first. Like your your exact size. Because when they don't fit right, that's when they start to get uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Um And then so you ask for a brand, and I actually don't have. I'm not. I'm not a brand loyalist with bras or basically anything because <laughs> I can't afford to be. <laughs> but I also, uh, if if you go off of that site, I like Airy. Also, A E R I E. It's like the underwear, cozy clothes b- side of American Eagle. They have regular bras. They have bralettes. They have. It's good. And then they have you know matching underwear if you're into that (laughs) um yeah take care of your boobs (laughs) support them well but also be cozy that's my that's my biggest thing you shouldn't be uncomfortable just yeah right? no (laughs) if you have to wear a bra all day it needs to be comfortable wouldn't you agree, Matthew?
1: Well, that's kind of my tidy whitey thing. Like, why, as a guy, why would you wear tidy whiteys when you could wear boxers?
0: Why would you be uncomfortable? Boxer briefs. Danny wears boxer briefs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with those. Like, if, especially for like exercise or athletics or something. But just to wear tidy, like the real tight tidy whiteys. Why would you do that?
0: I don't know because I don't have that part. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I, can, I can make an educated guess. A not educated guess, just a guess.
1: <laughs> I would love to hear your theory on this.
0: Mm. No
1: <laughs> It's fine. It's fine.
0: I mean I just I don't know. Just feel snug and secure.
1: <laughs> Which you know, yeah, that's good, like if you're if you're doing stuff, but just to just be like right. you don't need you don't need to be constrained to just right. be, be walking around the house.
0: Same with bras, you don't need the same kind of bra for every situation. So you need like comfy home bras and then like go out bras, which is why you should spend the money. <laughs> or you can also find stuff that can double. You know, <laughs> Put a little lace on something. If it's not so supportive, it's fine.
1: <laughs> I, listen i just want to keep i just want to keep the integrity of our of our ruth and boaz role play here
0: <laughs> well then you're gonna have to go for the my angles <laughs> Can you imagine having to wear wool underwear? Ugh. Ugh. That just sounds awful. There are some things that I hate about this modern age, and there are some things that I'm just very grateful for. And soft underwear is one of them. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: How about just deodorant, too?
0: Yeah, we've had this talk before, how I feel like people probably, it didn't affect them as much, the smells. They were just used to it.
1: Oh, that's that's my air conditioning argument. People didn't know how hot it was until we invented air conditioning.
0: <laughs> We've had this exact conversation. Right, this is what happens when you get to 167 episodes. <laughs> you are willing to talk about bras, and then you have a conversation that you've already had before. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so I hope I answered Kendra's question good enough.
1: I'm sure she will love it.
0: Soft tape measure find your size, shop. Oh, another thing about breakout bras is that they have a really easy return policy. So you could, like, order a bunch, try them on, see what you like, and then send back what you don't want. Which is always nice. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like Victoria's Secret because I had just, sometimes they just treat you like, I feel like you get to a certain age and they just treat you like you're not good enough to be there. <laughs> Maybe I should start wearing more makeup when I go out. That's probably the key.
1: <laughs> okay, so what is... what is How do we send girl talk topics and questions to you again?
0: Okay. I prefer email. Uh, from, yeah. Fsbtkc at gmail.com. Now we know that I will literally talk about anything. <laughs> Our next episode, we're going to talk about new period products on the market for women. <laughs> Kendra actually inspired me. I'm going to shop for myself. So, thank you, Kendra.
1: I can't wait till we get a uh, till we get some partnerships, and then we have use. <laughs> Use checkout code FSBT at Breakout <laughs> Bras. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that
0: would be fun. Man, if yeah. I can get free bras, come on. <laughs> you could get free whatever you want. <laughs> Not tighty-whities. Yeah. All right. We're going to a little... Live edit (laughs) of a chapter of Evangelical Thought Leader. All right, this chapter is called Fame. Matthew just sent it to me for the first time. I've never seen it before. So I'm going to read it. Let's see how long it is. How many times am I going to cough and make him annoyed? (laughs) Okay, so I've never read this before. I'm going to read it and then we'll talk about it okay fame probably the hardest thing about christianity is that the market for fame is so small because jesus takes up so much of it (laughs) oh man we need to share that information with some people (laughs) okay people are always praying to Jesus and reading about him in the Bible so it takes some work to get them to pay attention to you instead. Now I'm not saying that Jesus is wrong per se, spelled wrong (laughs) per se, for taking up too much of the spotlight. I'm just saying it wouldn't kill him to make a sacrifice once in a while. So. Okay, this is why whenever you see one of your fellow believers achieve a measure of notoriety, you should be worried because now there is less fame for you. You must never be happy when someone gets a book deal or scores a speaking gig. Their success means you failed. They stole those things from you. Uh, I I like that because that's actually exactly how Twitter operates. Okay, (laughs) And if you're thinking, wow, being a thought leader is a heavy burden, you are correct. That's part of our brand. People like it when you talk about your burdens because it makes you seem relatable. (laughs) Probably the worst thing you can do is lose track of your burdens. It's like the Bible says. (laughs) A burden in hand is better than two in a bush. (laughs) Matthew. (laughs) okay but wait don't a lot of christians destroy themselves with fame oh yes absolutely it's probably the fastest way that we christians wreck ourselves this is how it goes we usually start out pretty good enjoying direct fellowship with the creator of the universe and stuff but then we get likes on our posts (laughs) which is better That's a very good joke. I like that so much. Thank you. (laughs) The more followers we get, the more powerful we feel, until finally we decide that the rules don't apply to us anymore, and we should be able to sin whenever we want, as a treat. (laughs) Then we get caught. We always get caught. But it's probably going to be different for you. (laughs) When you get famous, it will be because you deserve it. All those other famous Christians got famous by being unspiritual. (laughs) This is also how Twitter operates. Okay. (laughs) So, am I saying we should avoid other Christians who are famous? Not a chance. The only time you should shun a famous Christian is when they have a scandal. This is called accountability. All other times you should try to get close to them. That way their audience can get real familiar with you, too. And when that other Christian finally does have a scandal, all those people can be like, you know what? Maybe I'll follow Matthew instead. He's like the other guy, just without all the embezzlement. (laughs) There's some very painful truths in this chapter. (laughs) There may even be times when you have to help another Christian get in trouble, so you can get more famous. This is also called accountability. Some Christians make their full-time brand... Wait. Some Christians make this their full-time brand, such as it is writing and tweeting about church abuses. That's not what I'm talking about. Gross. I would never stoop to feeding the scandal (laughs) merchants. (laughs) Oh my. Okay. I'm talking about gossiping, which is totally different. Like getting, like letting your friends know that one of your influencer rivals had a ghostwriter for her last book. Or sending a few DMs about another thought leader's affair. Some Christians will say that gossiping is a sin, but when you look at the theology of it, if the gossip is true, it's technically not a sin. <laughs> that... Yeah. Okay. Uh, A cool trick you can do as a thought leader is when you take a word (laughs) and rearrange the letters to spell something else. This is called an Enneagram, and it makes the audience say, Whoa, this guy knows his letters. (laughs) Okay. This is... I can already tell this is beautiful. If you take the word fame, the first thing you notice is the word me. Reader, know this. No one is going to make you famous without your help. (laughs) Unless there's like a third party investigation or something. (laughs) You have to focus on building your brand so that everyone else can be blessed by it. Sometimes as a Christian, you have to be a little selfish. We are left with two letters, A and F. And you can totally put those together to spell A-F which is a word I see the kids using all the time on social media. I guess it means and friends or something. So now we can take the word fame and do this. Fame equals me (laughs) AF. Feel free to use this in your seminary papers or whatever. Another guy who was always doing wordplay was my basketball coach when I played for my Christian college. He would always say things like, there's no I in team. But when the point guards were like, yeah, but there's a me in there. And then the guards would take a bunch of shots instead of passing the ball. Anyway, <coughs> a lot of those guys ended up quitting school because they got tired of the rules about not having sex. <laughs> That's a good reason to quit school. <laughs> because at Christian college, you were allowed to put a a and team, but you are not allowed to put you and your girlfriend in the back of your Explorer in the commuter parking lot. This is also called accountability. (laughs) Oh my. Me AF equals fame. (laughs) I liked it. I thought it was great. That's a relief. <laughs> the my favorite joke was the one, uh, <laughs> but then we get likes on our posts, which is better. <laughs> it's so good. Great. Mm,
1: I got I got to fix the ending. The ending doesn't work. <clears throat> I didn't I didn't want to say that until you saw it, but I don't think the ending really works. I got to fix it. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah. Then none of the, like, I don't feel like there was anything like the last time I read, that didn't really make sense. It all made sense, almost too painfully close to <laughs> truth.
1: I think uh, would it kill Jesus to make a sacrifice <laughs> once in a while? Is maybe the, the, the most wicked thing I've ever written. That's <laughs> that's just really bad. Uh, that's a relief thank you for looking at that chapter
0: of course
1: it's always a measure of terror whenever you're reading something for the first time
0: (laughs) maybe I'll follow Matthew instead he's like the other guy just without all the embezzlement (laughs) maybe a, a different sin there
1: yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that. What, what would you put there? I want, I think at one point I had like a sex thing there, but then it was, then it was kind of weird. Cause it was like, I don't know. Like when you're saying that you're doing that, it feels different, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't know of a third option. Like what, what in, could I put there?
0: Hmm. I don't know. I
1: don't know. It, it didn't, didn't read right when I put, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like Matthew. He's like the other guy, except without all the the affairs Mm -hmm. like i don't know it just didn't i don't know why it just didn't sound right when i did it that way okay but maybe i need to try it again
0: just without all the massage parlors
1: oh jeez all right just just like the other guy except without all the videos of himself whacking off
0: (laughs) (laughs) Care <laughs> of your bibs. <laughs>